Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird coming to you live from Grand Pacifica, Nicaragua. It is a beautiful day. It's a little windy, so hopefully it doesn't uh, interfere with the uh, audio too much. But uh, StreamYard seems to do a pretty good job with that. Um, it is gorgeous here in the mornings. And it's really cool because my, my bottom floor here has a, a humongous like kitchen window that I can open um, that it, it literally turns the kitchen into like an outdoor kitchen. So I open that up in the morning to kind of cool, cool it off downstairs and, uh, you know, get my coffee and all that, that going. Um, so absolutely beautiful morning here. The mornings here are incredible, like 70 degrees with a breeze and the afternoon it gets probably in the mid eighties, mid to high eighties, but there's always a breeze and in the shade, it's very, very comfortable. You know, obviously in the direct sun, it's, uh, it's intense, but you know, obviously you get as much morning sun as you can. And like my dog, um, Rommel's real smart. He's sitting in the, in the direct sun right now, sun in his belly and he'll be there for an hour or so. And then when he's done, he will, uh, he'll go into the shade. So dogs are really smart. You don't need to teach them this stuff. Humans tend to be a little more stupid. Um, so you just have to be smart about your sun exposure. Obviously, I've been here like a couple days and you can see how much sun I've gotten. So um, I can I've built my solar callus up over many, many years. Um, so uh, the, the most difficult thing is is the sweating part. I'm I'm I was sweating like I was in a sauna the entire time when I first got here. And now my 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 body's kind of getting used to it being so hot and I'm not sweating quite as much. But. That being said, so today's topic, unlocking the secrets of pro athletes, and I'm going to disappoint a lot of people, and that's okay. Um, you know, there'll be all these programs online, you know, hey, sign up for this, sign up for that. We can turn you into this pro athlete. Most professional athletes, their characteristics are determined by their parents. I mean, that's the vast majority of them. They have certain characteristics. They have certain traits that they've gotten from their parents they have from their structure if you look at like swimmers or sprinters they generally all look the same and they have certain characteristics that come with their structure with their shape that allow them to perform that sport at the highest level that you just can't get um, there are certain sports like football where you can take somebody like tom brady who is not as athletically gifted but then again tom brady's like six four he's got a big frame He's got uh, the kind of body that allows for good throwing mechanics. But Tom Brady's, you know, made up for his lack of athleticism, pure athleticism. And he's a good athlete, don't get me wrong, with smarts, with his ability to read plays quickly, with his ability to read defenses. So, and, and guys like Steve Largent, who weren't the most athletically gifted, you know, some of the best professional football players are not you know obviously guys like ready reggie white are just freak shows but a lot of the really high level guys like your jerry rice's your steve largent's guys like that your mike singletary's mike singletary's very undersized his determination and his brain is what made the difference for him that set him apart so many times the people that are gifted they rely too much on their and chris summer uh, coach summers and i are going to talk about this tomorrow people that are just extremely gifted when they run into any kind of adversity, they usually quit because everything's come so easy for them. So you got to have 
some characteristics, but you can basically make up for a lack of overall athleticism um, with your brain, depending on the sport, obviously, right? And with technique and things like that. And and then the other thing about being a professional athlete is it's very boring. Um, other than the game day, most people don't see the hours and hours and hours and hours of training that go into this stuff. Like the hours that gymnasts spend walking on their hands, the hours that gymnasts spend doing low level activities, preparing their joints and their tendons for the actual event. You think about all the hours that a wrestler, you know, a wrestler where their, their matches maybe five minutes long, you know, or six minutes long, they train for hours for that one match. Hussein Bolt trained, trained his entire life for essentially 9.8 seconds or whatever he runs 100 meters in. <clears throat> you know, years and years of training for one peak performance. So that that's something that, that most people don't understand. The amount of, you know, think about how much work willpower-wise and dedication and discipline it takes for a guy like Tom Brady to play at a high level for 20-plus years in the NFL. I mean, most people just don't have that kind of discipline, right? And then I think a lot of people get confused when it comes to pro athletes. They think that they're healthy. Professional sports is not healthy. Um, the people that live to be over 100 years old are not professional athletes. They're not like weightlifters. They're not high-level performers. They're usually just people that have been active. Um, you know, they're not generally big people either. So high level sports training at super intense levels, uh, it, it, you know, I always tell people that that are concerned about longevity and 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 living a long healthy life to flirt with performance, not marrying it. So the really the big thing, and a lot of the a lot of the thing about being a professional athlete is the odds of this are very rare. It's it's very rare that you're going to get paid to play your sport. I, I tell this to kids all the time, you know, sports is for developing character, learning how to deal with difficult, difficult uh, coaches, learning how to deal with learning how to win and lose. That's why athletes tend to get hired in businesses. They know how to win and lose. They know how to come back after defeat. They know how to work hard, even though things are not fun. And those are characteristics that most people just don't get to. Um, so that's one of the reasons why athletes tend to get, a lot of jobs, particularly in business, um, it teaches you leadership skills, coping, you know, uh, how to deal with difficult people. So that's that sports is, is mainly about character development for young kids because most of these kids are not going to play professional sports. But a lot of times it's about being at the right place at the right time. I know a lot of the guys I played with, um, played college football with, some of them were, were decent and ended up making it the pros because what happens is, is you'll get these guys that um, – I've been in the NFL for a few years and as they play in the NFL, their pay rate, their pay scale goes up. So they get paid more and more money. So you'll have a player that's not like a franchise player, but he's a special teams player, or maybe he comes in and up um, after three or four, five years, his salary will go up to a certain point and teams will get rid of that guy and bring in somebody new to do that special teams job and, and pay him half the price, a quarter of the price, half the price because of the NFL minimums and that sort of thing. So you'll have guys get on a roster or on a practice squad that, you know, uh, just happen to be at the right place at the right time. That happens a lot. Timing has a lot to do with it. There's a lot of great, great, great athletes, 
sitting on the benches in, in college football and then in that just don't get their shot. And then when you do get your shot, um, yeah, my internet's being a little fuzzy today. We're going to have to figure out the internet here. I tried to plug into the ethernet and for some reason it doesn't seem to be working all that well. So I'm going to have to make some phone calls and, and check and, and, and get that in line. But overall, I've been very pleased here. Um, it's just, it's just awesome. Most of my neighbors are Canadians, which is fun. Uh, I'm Canadian as well. So it's, it's a lot of the people here are very freedom loving. A lot of them left their countries because of certain mandates that they didn't like. So, um, it's great to be amongst like-minded people. And the food here is just absolutely incredible. So if you're a young athlete or if you're a parent, um, how do you give your kid the best shot? One, you know, banking on a, a kid being a pro athlete is, is, is not a very good, um, it's kind of like banking on the lottery, but there are ways that you can increase your ability uh, to, to play at a higher level. And one is play multiple sports and then in, as youth. And then the other is to make sure you're putting your child or your athlete in a sport that they actually are built for. Like me, uh, I'm not going to be a high jumper, not going to be a pole vaulter. I have wide, very like thick kind of structure like rhinoceros. I'm going to be good at like fullback, you know, Roman Greco wrestling, um, sports like that, making sure that you're, you're, the kid has a good athletic base and then putting them in sports that actually um, they have the structure for, you know, your long lanky types are going to be your pole vaulters. They're going to be your javelin throwers. Your blockier types are going to be your hammer throwers, your shot putters. Uh, your offensive linemen, those type of people. A lot of a lot of today in, in, in American sports, you'll put a kid in soccer at the age of five, and then they're still playing soccer at 16, 17, 18, even though they don't have the structure of a soccer player or elite-level soccer player. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And then making sure that you don't burn the kid out too soon. Um, the worst thing you can do is get too serious too soon. You want to save it for when um, – it really matters, which is, you know, obviously college and beyond. So a lot of parents will burn their kids out at 12, 13, 14. And then they're wondering why the kid has had scholarship offers and he has no desire to play. Uh, I've had that happen a number of times, particularly with girls soccer and volleyball, where the parents bring the kid to me and say, Hey, my kid has a scholarship, but they don't want to play anymore. And I said, well, if you had brought him to me like three or four years ago, I could have helped you like, you know, create an off season training program giving them a break from competition. Um, but a lot of times they think the more you play, the better. And so you need to look at this at a systematic approach and you need to look at it. Like this is just an opportunity for them to better themselves as a human, uh, to learn work ethic and dedication and not bet on playing professional sports. And honestly, the, you know, most of the, the sports don't, there's not really a lot of money in it. You know, so even if you do make it to a level where you're playing at a high level, uh, a lot of people, you know, a lot of these people playing basketball in Europe or Mexico or wherever else, they don't really make that much money for the amount of time they put into it. So that's basically what it comes down to. One, who are your parents? That plays a huge role in all of this. 
and two, and then having a good athletic foundation, kind of like an educational base. You wouldn't put someone in a PhD program without learning math and basic science and, and history and all the other things that you need to know. You just don't take mathematics. So, um, and yeah, just understanding that sports is about developing character. And I think all kids should be participating in sports. I think it, it really helps um, build life skills. And that's why athletes tend to get hired. Um, and then, you know, there's there's many different avenues <clears throat> to participating in high-level sports. There's graduate assistantships. You can be a team manager. You can walk on at different schools. And, and, and just with the attitude that I'm going to be a practice player, uh, I'm not going to play a lot, but to be part of that team environment and to have that on, on your resume that you – I had several athletes that, that went to Division One schools that didn't play much, but the connections they made from going to a Division One school really helped them in their career. So we're coming up on Christmas, <clears throat> which is very interesting being here in Nicaragua. Um, we're taking a little break from doing our weekly lessons. Um, so, but still get on our email list. So when we start that back up, you'll be able to jump right back in there and, uh, you can go to stillmanwellness.com to get on our email list. And plus we'll, I'm sure we'll be running some specials for some of our coaching programs. Uh, I'll be adding, uh, two new lessons to the fundamentals of wellness mastermind group later today. And, um, yeah, you have access to all those, those, uh, lessons slash webinars in our, uh, fundamentals of wellness mastermind group. So please give a like, please comment. Uh, tomorrow, you need to tune in tomorrow because Coach Summer is going to be on. And uh, he is a uh, wealth of information, you know, U.S. US uh, gymnastics. He's been on Tim Ferriss. Um, just a wealth of information, just a, a really good person as well. Most people have no idea the amount of preparation that goes into performing at a high level, particularly in a sport like gymnastics. And the reason I love gymnastics so much is because it works on all ranges of motion and it, 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 it maintains and improves movement options. Whereas something like powerlifting or most bodybuilding programs, they take away movement options. So you get really good at lifting weights, but you also uh, lose the ability to move in certain ways. Now, gymnastics, if not managed properly, can cause some, some, some issues just like any other activity. But it teaches you how to manage extension and flexion and it teaches you to move your shoulder blades and all around the rib cage in a full range of motion uh, according to your structure. Obviously, some people like my, my structure is not very good for gymnastics, but I do a lot of gymnastics type stuff in my training <clears throat> just to work on getting my body moving better as opposed to just powerlifting. I'm very stiff. Obviously, the wind just about blew my laptop off the table. <laughs> The joys of doing an outdoor podcast. So you guys have a great day. Make sure you take some time to get outside today. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow for Coach Summer. And I hope you guys will be here for that because that's going to be a great interview.